Welcome to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Rogue Preparedness, Morgan. Hi everyone, Morgan here, and you're listening to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about organizing. Organizing, organizing, organizing. So this is kind of a, maybe a dull topic, but something that I get asked just all the time. You know, especially in small spaces. So I wanted to talk to you about organizing your preps. And uh, so I think the first thing that we have to um, look at is our, well, obviously our available space. Okay. So before adding anything else, let's look at the space that we have available to us. So do you have any space underneath your beds? Do you have any space in, in your closets? Maybe your closets look cluttered, but maybe they're just not organized properly. You know, like sometimes I just throw things in closets, but they're just, wow, not organized. But if you get like some baskets and some other things that you could help organize it, shelves, things like that, you could organize those closets and you could probably fit way more stuff in it. Or you could get bins and put stuff in bins and then put it in the closet so that it's in the bins and you can stack those bins inside the closets. Uh, so those help too. Um, so yeah, again, look at your available space. Do you have any uh, drawers or um, cabinets or sh- other types of shelving that you already have existing? Do you have any like um, any any type of anything like that that you could reorganize? Maybe there's a better space for your extra blankets instead of in your, um, I don't know, in your top of the closet or whatever. Maybe you could put them, you know, in another closet or maybe you could put them underneath the bed or um, somewhere else, you know, or in some drawers or something. Maybe you could switch some things around in order to find more room. Now, in saying all this, maybe you just don't have anything. Like I, you know, we lived in a cabin for a while that, I mean, we didn't have anything. We had no storage. So we had to create that storage ourselves. So how do you create those spaces? Hoodoo Mountain Mama over on Instagram, she lives in a um, little tiny shed and she offers such good advice about how to kind of organize and keep the shed, you know, it's like it's a cabin but you know keeping her little home um you know her tiny house um organized and you know things that I hadn't even considered but I'm going to tell you some of hers and some of mine but so what when we lived in our cabin the thing that we really had to do was create shelves and cabinets so and uh the shelves that we got were the wire shelves oh I love those wire shelves that you get from Home Depot you just look at wire shelves they're great they're sturdy they um, allow for a lot of weight so you can put like a lot of weight on it I love those wire shelves so those were in our house we had two of those inside the house and then we had two out out in the shed just great I love them and outside of that look to your walls people just ignore their walls look to your walls so much empty space is on your walls you could get shelves and or cabinets or any type of you know shelving cabinet combination on your shelves all the way to the ceiling and you could have so much space that way 
You could have open shelves or closed cabinets, whatever you want, but shelves and cabinets, that's where the money is, <laughs> okay? Now, if you live like in an apartment or a rental house or something like that, you can't attach things to the wall or something, you could uh, just get the shelves that stand on the standing floor shelves and then just get a bunch of those like the wire racks or the um, bookshelves, tall bookshelves. You know, they have bookshelves of all sizes, narrow and wide and tall and short, all different sizes. And you can get the bookshelves or the cabinets or any of these things and you could put those against the wall for storage. Those things will give you amazing storage ability, okay? So just the shelves and cabinets alone, you could have so much. And again, look at other empty spaces. How could they be better organized? You know, is there any space above your kitchen cabinets? That's a really good space where you can get some um, some bins and you put stuff in the bins and then you put it up again uh, above the kitchen cabinets. So there's usually a little bit of space above the kitchen cabinets that you could that you could get stuff up there. On top of your fridge. <laughs> I know a lot of people always put stuff on top of their fridge, but it's always very disorganized. But there's always some type of space everywhere. Um, if your bathroom doesn't have a lot of space, you could, again, put shelves or cabinets or something else. Get that extra space. And like, I think the moral of this story is look to your walls. You know, I think a lot of people want to just always expand. Like, oh, I need just more room. You have so much room on your walls. Even if you live in an apartment, just put up several shelves, shelving units that go against your walls and then put stuff on your, your shelves. And so that's, that's basically how you organize. You know, you, you get the, you get um, little bins and you put stuff in the bins and then you put that. And then you can get stacking bins. So get the stacking bins. You could put, you could stack bins on top of bins. Like on those wire shelves, I could get like, you know, one bin in. But then I have all this room on top of it. So I'll stack a bin on top of that bin. And you know, I, I could sometimes get two or three depending on how I set up the wire rack. But, um, you know, you could stack the bins on top of each other. So there you go. You have organization that way as well. Um, and then something else I, we are actually going to be doing is, um, you get bins, the stackable bins, like the big ones, the big, uh, like I get the ones from Home Depot. They're the HDX ones, the black bottom with the yellow tops. Those are my favorite bins. Um, they lock, so they keep critters out. Um, and so I, I have found out that they do not keep rainwater out, though. They do not keep that type of rain out. So don't keep it outdoors or anything like that if you have anything that you care about. Um, but it does keep critters out. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so get those. You can get like one of those big bins and you can use it as like a, a coffee table. And all you, you could put like just one little tiny piece of plywood over top of it to make it flat. And then just put a, a tablecloth or something over it. And there you go. You have storage right there as your table. And there you go. You, know, you could use that as your nightstands too. You could use it as side tables, do whatever. And so you, they're your bins, but they have stuff in the bins. And then you have that tiny little piece of wood over top of the bin. 
and then a tablecloth over it so it looks nice. And then you have a table and storage. Bada boom, bada bing, right? (laughs) I thought that that was always such a really good idea. I'm not sure if I heard it from somebody or I came up with it. I don't know, but I've been talking about that idea for years and I just think it's a really good idea. But uh, yeah, so um, what we were also doing is um, we have a couple of closets right now that are really weird. Like they don't have any shelving in them and they got like really tall shelves. Like where there is a shelf, it's like way high, like close to the ceiling. And I'm like, what is that? So I'll get bins and then I'll stack the bins inside of the closet like that. So like I'll do that a lot for food food stuff I will stack the bins inside of that closet and I wanted to talk about outside storage a little bit that's a question I get a lot so outside storage you know I had to store stuff outside in a non-temperature controlled area for a while so you know when I was putting stuff out in the shed I we just had to come to the conclusion that we had to rotate more often. Now, freeze-dried stuff, I wasn't as concerned with. Freeze-dried stuff can last a little bit longer in non-temperature controlled areas. Now, that doesn't mean that they will last forever. It will actually still decrease the shelf life of freeze-dried foods. So like, how much will it decrease it? It just kind of depends. But there's a way that you can get around it. Like if you have a garage or a shed or any other types of these things, there's a couple things you need to keep in mind. First, um, water is totally okay to store in the shed. What I did is I um, covered them all with blankets and I just kept away from direct sunlight. So like if you have any type of windows in your shed or anything, I would actually just totally close off those windows. And not close them up, but like, you know, get blackout curtains or something for them. And keep it as dark as possible in there. Direct sunlight will be more of an enemy than just ambient heat. And if you can get some sort of fan in that area, that could help as well to kind of just circulate the air a little bit, uh, move that air around. A fan might definitely help. And outside of that, um, you know, you could open up all the windows at night. uh, If you do have windows in your shed, we had two windows and we had them closed off most of the part, most of the time. And then we opened them up at night and that kind of cooled everything down, got all that hot air. But what was nice about our shed is that it only had the two windows, but they were in front and no direct sunlight ever got in. So it was just kind of ambient heat that was in there. You know, it was just hot because it was hot, but it was a lot cooler in the shed than it was outside because no direct sunlight ever got in. But of course, it was still warm. So um, another thing about sheds is you want to insulate. Insulate, insulate, insulate. Insulate that shed. If you don't have any temperature controlled, like no AC or anything like that, um, or if you don't have any heat in there for like, you know, really extreme cold, um you know, get get it insulated. It really spend the money to insulate it. Insulate it below, in the walls, and in the ceiling. If you can only do one thing, do the ceiling, but I would really highly recommend insulating the entire thing. There's lots of different types of insulation. You don't have to just buy the insulation, like the regular insulation from the store. There's lots of creative ways to insulate, 
They may take a little bit longer and they may not insulate as well. You, if you are in a dry area, you could actually get hay and stack hay up against the walls. Hay may not work for your ceiling, but hay could work if you stack it up inside your walls. So that could work for dry areas. I would not suggest that for, um, for moisture areas, you know, areas with a lot of moisture just because it'll mold and get kind of gross. Um, but dry areas, hay can work really good for insulation. So you, you could do that. Um, also, if you can't insulate your whole shed um, or outbuilding, out whatever you have, just um, try to insulate the bins themselves. What you could do is you could get um, Reflectix. It's this like bubble. It's it, And then it has the reflective stuff on it. It's basically bubble um, material with, um, it almost looks like that, the survival emergency in the mylar. The mylar on the outside in, in, uh, of the bubble. So you do that and you can wrap the entire inside or outside or both. So that it gives it a little bit of extra insulation for those individual bins. So you could do that. Um, any type of extra insulation, even just covering them with a blanket could help. Um, or, or covering them in that Reflectix, even if you don't wrap it, at least cover it kind of thing. So it, it, the Reflectix will actually help reflect some of that heat away. Um, we use the Reflectix on our RV windows to, in the summer and the winter. It helped to insulate us during the winter, and then it helped to actually reflect the heat away during the summer. So, um, and it works. It works really good. So, um, yeah, let's see. And then, so yeah, uh, so, uh, to go back to the water, I did want to talk about it real, real quick, finish my thought on that. So yeah, cover it in blankets, keep it away from in um, direct sunlight. That direct sunlight on any of your bins will be or water or anything it will be a bad no-no. So cover them all up, keep the sun out of that shed, keep it nice and dark, and then insulate the very best that you can. Either insulate all the bins individually or insulate the entire shed. Invest in insulating or your garage even. You know, if you don't have a temperature control garage and you can insulate it a little bit, insulate it. That'd be great. Um, okay, and then another thing... Um, I was trying to think here. I, I just—I had another thought. Um, okay, so freeze-dried stuff you can keep out there. Um, I did keep mylar bagged stuff, so like dry goods and things like that out there. That stuff will last okay out in those conditions. I think the only thing I wouldn't put in sheds or anything like that is canned goods. Canned goods can actually go bad pretty quickly um, if it's not in like a controlled environment. Um, now I did have some canned goods. I, it was an accident. I actually had it out in the shed and then I ate it. It was totally fine. It was there for like a year and then I opened one up and it was totally fine. But, uh, I also had some canned goods freeze in Alaska. Um, and I opened them up and they were totally fine. I think the moral of the story here is, you don't want these foods out there forever, right? Like year after year. I think if you're going to store things out in a shed um, or uh, a garage, you need to rotate them more often. And I would say you could rotate every year and they would be fine. 
the non-temperature controlled areas will definitely, you know, fluctuating temperature is generally not good for food. But if it's the only thing that you can do, I understand. But you may just have to rotate them more often. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Keep a really good inventory of everything and just rotate more often. If you have space to keep your long-term food, like your, um, your Mylar bagged food inside, then they will last a lot longer and you won't have to rotate them as often. But even the dry goods stuff, you know, you may want to rotate um, occasionally. You know, maybe it'll be every two years or something like that. But, you know, like even flour and stuff, it'll, it'll still be okay. I've had flour, you know, in mylar bag and I've kept it, you know, in like a warm and even freezing conditions and they've been fine afterwards. They've been just fine. You know, I was like a couple years later, I opened them up and they were fine. But you do just want to make sure that you are keeping an eye on them, you know, um, and rotate more often. You know, this is our food that we're talking about. We spend a lot of time and money on this and we, you know, rotating is the, the easiest thing that we can do, especially if we don't have a temperature controlled area. Uh, but insulating, if you have a really good insulated shed or really good insulated garage, keeping food and water out there, you don't have to rotate as often, I don't think. Even if it's not temperature controlled, even if you don't have AC, as long as it's insulated, I, you could definitely keep them out there for a little bit longer um, you know, than just a year. Maybe every couple of years you might want to rotate it or something uh, or donate them or, or whatever. Uh, and then, um, you know, this is all through my own personal experimentation, okay? Um, you know, you do what you think is going to be best. Water is definitely okay, as long as it's kept away from sunlight, uh, direct sunlight. Warm water is perfectly fine. And a lot of people are very concerned about, you know, like the plastic leaching into the water. Do not be concerned about this. Um, in an emergency, I'd rather have that water than no water. But if it is a real concern for you, then you can go ahead and put um, clean sanitized water in glass jars. You can also can water. I've water bath canned water before and that's a really nice way to keep it and you know that would keep it that would alleviate your worry of the plastic. Um, you know that's just something that that's another option for you if you want to spend the time to do that but uh, but yeah so anyway um so yeah, just, just get really creative with your organization and your storage. Just really take a cold, hard look at your house and say, you know what? Is there stuff that I just could reorganize? Is there stuff I can get rid of? Is there stuff that's just trash or stuff I don't use anymore that could be space for food or preps or water or whatever else, right? So um, yeah, uh, start reorganizing your house a little bit. Go to the dollar store and get those, get the bins from the dollar store. That's what we do. And just start putting things in bins. That will help with organization and freeing up space a lot. Um, and yeah, get the bins from Home Depot or whatever bins you want. But I like the locking bins, those black bottom with the yellow tops from Home Depot. And it's like, uh, 
the, I think it's called HDX, their brand or whatever. And uh, I don't know if that is their brand. Is that their brand? Home Depot X, right? Home Depot exclusive. Is that what they're trying to say? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, Okay, so yeah, get those. You can use those for stacking and they're lockable. So it keeps critters out. At least it always has for me. And yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about storage. Um, It doesn't matter what size you have. Use your wall space. Use your underneath the bed and, you know, make, get creative with your storage. I mean, there's storage everywhere. I think that we just have to either create more space in our little space. Hoodoo Mountain Mama always has really creative uh, solutions. Like she has a bunch of shelves and things like that. And she, you know, will utilize drawers for other things. And she puts things on uh, on shelving, uh, I'm sorry, on counter space. So like she'll organize things in bowls or in um, other things. So like she, she gets really creative. And I want you to actually go to her Instagram. It's just Hoodoo, Hoodoo Mountain Mama on Instagram. She's one of the uh, original uh, seven and uh, of the women who prep. And so I really want to, you to go see what she has. I mean, she has so many really good ideas, just very creative. And um, so check her out and be sure to visit me at roguepreparedness.com. If you ever have any questions, just click the little contact link at my website, or you can come visit me on Instagram. Just search Rogue Preparedness and you'll find me. And I'm also on YouTube. Just search Rogue Preparedness. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to subscribe so you can get all my episodes forever (laughs) or until you're sick of me, whatever. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And I hope that these tips are helpful. And if you ever have any other suggestions that you'd like me to talk about, please do get in contact with me. Thank you. Conquer tomorrow by preparing today. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. Ask questions. Never stop learning stay prepared. Conquer tomorrow by preparing today. See you next week.